this week in my meditation practice, as my mind tried to think ahead, as it always does, instead of being present, I told it to hold off. We are not there yet, I said to myself. We're here now, in this moment. And then I thought, hmm, doesn't this apply to all of our worries about the future during this current pandemic? When will it end? And how? What toll will the economy take? How will my life look like in May, June, next year? I get it. We're all worried. But let's also remember, we're not there yet. Welcome. I'm Janine. And this is another episode of Quest for You, the podcast that helps you to change. And this is what happens to me, my friends. I sit down for meditation and words or phrases come to my mind. Does that happen to you? I don't think it has much to do with the fact that I'm meditating. I think it has to do with finding stillness. In stillness, my mind relaxes and gives me interesting insights. We are not there yet. As you know, I've tried meditation off and on for years. And I've always tried to add it to my morning practice. But getting out of bed and sitting down to get quiet when I just came from seven hours of quiet didn't work for me. I need to move and wake up first. Yoga is perfect for that. It's not too intense of an exercise, at least not the yoga that I do. And it stretches all parts of my body thereby, waking me up slowly. And it brings a gentle mindfulness to my day as I am present with my body. I do this for about 20 to 30 minutes, depending on the length of the video that I choose for the day. Meditation after yoga is then possible for me. I feel warmed up without being exhausted. But in my life prior to quarantine, I was often in a hurry to get going and couldn't relax into meditation. My mind was worried about time and when you're in a rush, forget it. Meditation is not something to squeeze into the day. But now in quarantine life, I should have time. Except that I changed up my morning routine. After yoga, I do ab exercises, and then I head out for a long run or a walk. And by the time I get back, it's time to start working. So my mornings still don't work for a no-rush meditation. But this past week, I tried something else. I had a lot of meetings that week, and without noticing, I was sitting at my desk staring at a screen for hours at a time, only to get up to refill my teacup or water glass. At the office, I had a standing desk. I also walked around a lot more to see people, to get a snack, or to go outside for a walk, which had become a routine for me. I always had some kind of movement, and I also had a great view from my window. I'm definitely not used to sitting around all day, despite my office job. But this past week, I really noticed how sitting gets to me. I felt dizzy after staring at my monitor. I had to get up and lay down. I rubbed my eyes. I had to readjust to daylight. 
a view that was further than two feet away, and some fresh air. This happened almost every day last week, until towards the end of the week, when a thought occurred to me. You may laugh at the simplicity of this thought, but hey, a lot of what occurs to me these days are very simple things. But I realized, I don't have to be tied to my chair all day. I can get up. And why not get up and try to meditate in the middle of the day? I'm at home, not at the office where I can't really sit in silence anywhere without people looking at me strangely. So, perfect opportunity. And I did. It wasn't for long, because I, my mind still wandered, but it was something. And that's when I had the thought for today's episode, which I will get to. I promise I will get to it shortly. Because I also realized something else last week. Without going outside, which I already do in the morning and then in the evenings, I have a lot right here at my place that I can do. I just need to begin to see the possibilities. I have a fantastic, almost 360-degree view from my apartment. I have a balcony out front and then two patios on the side. One of them is huge. And I newly discovered this patio the week prior when I didn't want to jump around in my living room to the exercise I was planning on doing. So I did it there. And I thought, wow, this is great. This is just like a backyard or a gym floor. I even used a chair for some of the exercises. I did walking lunges. The patio is huge and I don't know why I didn't really ever take advantage of it. And this past week, as I needed to adjust my vision from my computer screen to outdoors, I stepped on that patio to the afternoon sun, casting its beautiful, glowing light. And I remembered an old outdoor patio chase that I meant to throw away at some point. But I got it out. I cleaned it up and I moved it into a nice spot on that patio. And this is where I now decompress in the afternoon for a few minutes. Has this happened to you? This almost renewed discovery of your home and the possibilities it offers? Do you sit in chairs that you barely ever sat in? Turn on lights you never much used? Reshuffle furniture to accommodate your new 24-7 at home life? Week four of sheltering, my friends. And it's slowly beginning to feel like a shelter, a place that keeps me safe and that provides me with everything I need. I want to read you mantra number five from the list of 10 mantras that I shared with you in episode 552. My happy future stems from my peaceful present. In this present moment, all of my future happiness resides. This shall be the only time and place where positive change occurs. Every thought we think is creating our future. Louise Hay Remember my insight from my meditation? We are not there yet. It came about because my thoughts started drifting, as they always do, to the things I still need to get done. But I've learned to not beat myself up over that or force myself to be thoughtless. Rather, I become aware 
and slowly get back to what I call home base, the present moment. And as I became aware, this phrase came to mind. We are not there yet. My mind reminded me that I'm in the future, not here with my breath, my body, and the world around me in this very moment. And suddenly I realized how often I used to live this way, physically in one place, but mentally already in the next. And I remembered an instance with a friend that I visited once. I was at his place, picking up something I don't remember, but I couldn't even sit down. I was in such a rush to get going to whatever I had to do. And I remember he commented on that, wondering why I cannot relax for just a little bit. What could be so urgent that you can't sit down and just hang out for a few minutes? Yeah, why couldn't I? Because I had things to do? Or because I was worried those things wouldn't get done? Fear is often the source for our actions. And when we are frantically rushing around from one thing to the next, we're often driven by fear. What if it doesn't get done? What if we don't make it in time? Fear over a perceived end result. And right now, lots of us are in fear over how this might end. We worry. But can I remind us? We are not there yet. What is your fear? Mine is, I'll be honest with you, that I may lose my job. And my job affords me everything that I do, including this podcast, which I do for free, in my free time. But as of today, I still have my job. What is one of your fears? Food shortages? Your health? Financial troubles? Name your worries. And I bet that 99% of them are in the future. And you know what? We are not there yet. Here's our mantra for today again. My happy future stems from my peaceful present. In this present moment, all of my future happiness resides. This shall be the only time and place where positive change occurs. Every thought we think is creating our future. Louise Hay We worry about the future right now a lot because it is highly uncertain. As fitness guru Mike Matthews wrote the other day in his newsletter that I subscribe to, people are dying, economies are crashing, and many of us are wondering if the doomsday clock is about to strike midnight. I'm not downplaying what is happening. I'm not saying we don't have a reason to worry, but we're worried about the future before, when it didn't look as dark as it looks now. And that's why we hustled so much. We bought outdoor furniture because one day in the future we wanted to sit outside. We worked hard so that at some point in the future we could be happy. Yet many of those future illusions are now quite unfeasible. People had to cancel a lot of their plans because of this virus. So what does this leave us with? It only leaves us with what we have right here and right now. I mean, the planning and controlling still comes out in me. You should see my grocery shopping list for next week. It's a masterpiece. I think I should patent it. But seriously, 
we can't plan much at the moment other than our current day. And what if happiness is right here in this moment, today, in the simple tasks you engage in every day? What if happiness was right there, the moment I visited my friend? In the relaxed conversation that we never had because I was worried about getting somewhere else, how many happy moments did I miss on my patio that I just looked at when I walked by on the way to somewhere else? My point is, why pay all this money for an apartment I never really enjoy? Why work so hard for whatever you work for when you never get to enjoy it? Why worry about tomorrow when we have today to enjoy? Today, we're almost forced into this enjoyment. Thank goodness. I'm sure I'm not the only one who cleaned up their home, moved things around, added some color and light to places, and felt really good about it. Today, my friends, the world is still okay for most of us. Today, we can still do almost anything we want to make us happy. Yes, maybe we can't buy the car we really want it right now, but we are safe in the places that were destined to keep us safe since the beginning of time, our homes. So let's enjoy them, despite all the other things that may not be okay. My friends, this virus is teaching me a lot. But I think, so far, my most important lesson is this. The future is not here yet. And the present has so much to be happy about. My patio is a simple example, but isn't everything right now about simple? Because our choices have been drastically reduced, all we have left is simple. So get on your patio, your lawn, or your balcony, or the park close by your house, and enjoy the sunlight while you can. Choose to be happy today, in this present moment, in your home, in your neighborhood, with your friends online or your family that's with you, with everything you have available to you at this very moment. Tomorrow may bring more bad news, but we don't know that for sure, because we are not there yet. I'm Janine, and I want to thank you for listening to my podcast, Quest for You. If you found that this episode helped you, shifted your perspective a little bit, Please share it with a friend, because it may help them as well. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. You can go to my website, questforyou.com, and send me a note. So much love, and be safe.